Hi, hi, it's Joy Foster, founder of Tech Pixies, and you are listening to the Sparkle and Thrive podcast. And today I have a lovely guest who is not only alumni, but has gone on to set up her own agency called Citroen VA. And we're doing a whole series on women who have been brave and are building businesses bigger than themselves. So we started with an interview with Maria Collins and we talked about how she went from one client to multiple clients and is now looking to hire someone. And then we interviewed Rebecca Newenham about how she decided early on she wanted to build something bigger than herself and she leaned into the franchise model. Uh, today, my guest is Leanne Brown. Leanne, thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to talk to you about your journey from Tech Pixie to agency. So welcome to the show. Hi, Joey. Thank you. I'm really, really pleased to be here. <laughs> so Leanne, you came into the Tech Pixies world. Uh, and if I remember correctly now, hopefully I remember this correctly. I have a feeling you were making quilts out of clothing that people loved. And I've actually got a bag of clothing upstairs I've been saving for my daughter, thinking maybe one day I can send this off to Leanne just in case she ever is still making these amazing quilts. <laughs> so I feel like when I met you, you were making quilt memory quilts for people. Is that correct? Yes, yeah, I was right at the right at the beginning years ago. It, it all started when I had my my third child and I wanted to get a quilt made for her um, and I actually got a quilt made because I was too scared to cut up her clothes but then after I got that done I was like wow I can definitely do this so I dived right in I taught myself I actually did textiles at school so I'm not too bad on the sewing machine <laughs> um, but yes yeah quilting was definitely where it started and yeah I, I love it it's creating those memories is, is magical <laughs> but I'm glad that you remember me in that way yeah well I I do, I do remember, you know, every, I mean, every tech pixie, there's a story, right? And I usually hear the stories um, because I'm usually the one on the initial call when they're making a decision whether or not they want to join, but I, uh, or I'm coaching them through whatever decisions they're making as, after they join. Um, one of the things that I, uh, I would love to talk about is when you came on to the Tech Pixies program initially, I think you thought you were going to use social media to get the quilting business out there. But as you learned social media, you thought, well, maybe I can become a social media manager. And then you did become that. And then it's like, well, maybe I can start hiring people and build an agency. So you've really um, shifted from what you thought you were going to be doing. And then not only that, but you've built on it. So tell me about those decisions and what that was like for you. Um, gosh, yeah. When you put it like that, it's like a, a transformation, is it? It's just like completely different to what you thought you'd be. <laughs> but uh, I do. I, I love social media and I thought I really needed to learn my skills to put out what I needed to do for, you know, a quilting business. Um, and don't get me wrong. I love quilting. It's amazing. But what I've learned is that it's more of an enjoyable hobby and something that I can continue to enjoy and not stress about, you know, how am I going to make money from this? How am I going to sell it? How do I put myself out there? It can be there? a creative outlet um, for you. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And I do find actually now when I need a self-care day, that's where I go. So you quite often find me posting a story on I'm having a quilting day or, you know, something similar. <laughs> so, yes, um, it did start out that way. But then, yeah, I started with the I can't remember what it was called at the time, but it was the free like boot camp that you offered. 
And um, I did that and it was just amazing. I absolutely loved it. And I think what I loved the most was being part of the community in Tech Pixies. Everyone helps each other. And um, I'm a little bit of an admin geek. So it kind of all rolled into one. (laughs) Um, And then I thought, yes, let's do like this whole social media magic course. Um, And yeah, just dive in. Uh, it was brilliant. <laughs> That's great. Well, we've even upgraded social media magic to social media mastery because we now yeah. teach uh, YouTube and Pinterest. We, we've gone beyond Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn, which is really what we started with, uh, and now teach YouTube and Pinterest, which are two of the, the faster growing networks in terms of uh, because videos become so prominent and also search engine optimization has become so prominent. Both of those networks really lean into that. Obviously, we're, we're creating a TikTok module as well because there's a lot of virality there. Um, but I love that. I love your story. And I do love sometimes we don't take time to reflect on how far we've come. So it's great to say, OK, this is where I was and this is where I am now. In addition to now um, hiring subcontractors to help you with your work, you're upskilling and coaching yourself because you saw the value of getting coaching uh, as you were working through these different stages. Uh, and, and we were having a conversation um, pre-recording where we were talking about you know, the value of when you're managing people, how coaching helps with that, but also just understanding people on a deeper level, having a better relationship with clients, et cetera. So you're even evolving now, even as we speak into another level of, uh, of yourself, which I think is just fantastic. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It, it's really um, opened my eyes to what's out there and what you what you can achieve as a as a business owner. You know, if you'd asked me a few years ago, would I be where I am now? Probably I'd say definitely not. That's not me. I'm not a coach. <laughs> and I think even now with a few limiting beliefs, I'm a bit like, can I do this? But I am loving the journey. And um, yeah, having subcontractors and having that agency model and learning to be a coach it all kind of rolls into one to what you can really do and how you can support others so it's it's just fascinating so let's talk about the subcontractor journey because the person listening to this today might be a TechPixie alum and they've got one or two clients and they're thinking about expanding or maybe they've got four or five clients or six clients and they're going this is a lot to manage I might need someone to help me um, when did you make the decision to bring in subcontractors and uh, what are some of the lessons you learned about doing that? Oh, good question. Okay. My first associate I bought in, it was roughly, it was just over a year ago, I think. Um, and I just found that it, I dived in to going full time in September, 2020, And I took my first associate on in November 2020, because within six weeks, I was fully booked out. Um, I don't know how it happened, (laughs) but it did. And I think it was more of a case of when you really want something, you kind of put it out there and then it all kind of comes in and it, it just happens. It's like a magical journey. So I needed to take someone on because it was just, it was a bit too much, too quick. And I thought, right, let's just outsource a little bit, get some help. Um, and it kind of just, it, yeah, it kind of grew from there. Um, and I think it was the best decision I made for me because you can kind of see what you can really do when you've got that little bit of extra support. And I think if anyone's considering taking someone on and you've got the the time and the money and the resources and all of that to do it, then 
you know, be brave and just do it. Put your big brave pants on <laughs> and get on with it. Because- well, that's a great point though, because this is one of the lessons I had to learn when I was running the agency model. So I was, I was at a business meeting and I was saying, you know, we're just not like, I, I can't pay myself. That was the thing I was saying in this business meeting. Like I can't pay myself. I'm paying my employees to do the work and the contracts are coming in. And it was an accountant who we then worked with for about three years after that. Um, but it was an accountant who was at the meeting and he said, well, tell me about your business model. And I said, well, you know, the hourly rate is X and, um, you know, we charge a client X. And he said, you have not built any margin into this business. And he said, no wonder you can't pay yourself. And I didn't really understand what a margin was. And I also had a money mindset issue where I thought, well, profit was bad. And so, you know, margin is bad if margin equals profit, et cetera. And margin doesn't always equal profit as well. I mean, I think that's important too. Margin means I've got um, money to pay this person and I've got money to pay for the business and pay for myself to service the business and service the clients. Uh, And profit is a piece of the margin, you know? So um, if you're charging a hundred pounds an hour and your, your employee takes 25 pounds, there's 75 pounds left over. Well, maybe 25 of that goes towards profit and 25 of that goes towards the business expenses and your salary, right? But this is one of those things um, that I didn't know anything about. And it, and I remember feeling like, I can't believe I didn't know this. You know, I can't, I also remember I had friends in the retail business who were selling clothes and um, I didn't realize that, you know, the clothes they were selling, they were marking up. I mean, these are very fundamental business principles, but if you've never been exposed to business you don't know this so you know if you go watch dragon's den you'll see it you know they ask questions like that so what does it cost you to make this product what does it cost you to you know sell the product how much do you charge for the product or the service etc so he said to me from a very fundamental standpoint he's like right you just need to on a basic level you need to multiply their hourly rate by three to four times and that's what you um charge to the client uh, and then that covers their expenses, your, your business expenses, and, you know, covers your expenses for managing everybody yeah. and keeping everybody happy. Because at the end of the day, it all falls back on you if the subcontractor gets sick or has to take time off or other things, you know, you've got to make sure that the subcontract is still serviced. At least that's the way it ran for us. And um, that was an interesting lesson. So we changed our model. And at the time we were doing web development. So our our, um, our trainee developers were getting paid like 12.50 an hour. So we, we started charging them out at 25 pounds an hour. And then my lead developer was getting paid 25 pounds an hour. So we charged, started charging him out at 50 pounds an hour. And um, that changed things in terms of creating a little bit more of a sustainable business, but it didn't leave us a lot of room for mistakes. Um, so I think, you know, his point of three to four times was probably more accurate than two times. But um, have you learned some of these lessons? Uh, and, and, you know, is, is, that, is that an accurate rep- representation of what needs to happen when you are subcontracting and doing an agency model? Yes, yeah, definitely. I don't think you realize how much time you need to manage your like your subcontractors, your associates, whatever you want to call them. Um, it, yeah, a lot of work does go into it. And I have found, you know, when when there have been mistakes and things that like need fixing or whatever, it does fall on you. Um, and it is hard when those things happen because you think, oh, crikey, what do I do now? <laughs> Um, but you just you have to carry on you pick up the pieces you sort it out and it you know it's done but I think what I enjoy the most is more 
the learning side of it and helping my subcontractors because it's it's different for everybody but the associates that I tend to take on are those that want that extra support and they want to be part of a team and they you know they don't want to do it on their own they need that extra little bit you know you're working at home you're on your own so you do need that support and um helping people like realize and learn these things and learn from their mistakes it's it's amazing it's really good it's like you know it's like being a teacher I guess but I'd never be a teacher hands up I can't do that (laughs) but um yeah supporting people is my top thing I absolutely love it so it goes the same for clients and for associates um yeah it's great so and I don't want to go too personal here, but I do want to just talk about one of the promises that we make at Tech Pixies is if you lean in and you do the work and you show up for the coaching calls and you get the certification, you know, you will be able to build a business and you have proven that. I mean, you are, you're a living example of that. Maria Collins is a living example of that. We have many, many Tech Pixies who are a living example of that. And what we are really leaning into is what I call our theory of change, which is that when women upskill with technology and also upskill their mindset and lean into coaching that they can become financially independent. And, you know, I know for some women that is a necessity and that, again, I don't want to go too personal, but becoming financially independent was necessary for you. And so talk about what that, that journey has been like becoming a woman who's financially independent. It's been like a revelation. I absolutely love being independent I don't know how else to describe it really it's it's just been like a great big transformation and it has been wonderful and I think having that credibility of having like the training and the certification that goes with it it means a lot especially to people that come to you saying what do you know about this can you prove this and you know at the end of the day you do need to prove your experience in whatever you know shape or form that is Um, So being able to say that you've got certifications, you've done this with this person, this company, and yeah, it, it goes a long way. And being able to do that, obviously, then um, transpires into what you earn as a business. Um, So where I am now to where I was a few years ago is completely different. Yeah. Yeah, just everyone should go for it. That's all I I need to say. (laughs) Well, I just I want to say, I'm really proud of you. You know, I've seen this transformation and it is amazing. And it's, it's what I live for. It's what I do this for, you know, to see people go through, you know, a challenging time, pick themselves up with certification, coaching, move forwards and, and keep dreaming, you know, and keep being brave. You know, you mentioned be brave. I've got it right here. Be brave. We talk about it all the time. Brave fans, be brave and sparkle, you know. And sparkles our value set, supportive, positive, authentic relationships with women who are keen to learn and want to be empowered. And I think yeah. you are the epitome of keen to learn and want to be empowered. And you are empowered and you are and you've, you've shown that. And it's just such an incredible um, thing to watch, witness, be a part of, feel like, you know, we, we um, assisted on that journey. Um, so thank you for being someone who leaned in, did the work. Uh, someone said to me just yesterday when I was doing some, you know, I was taking calls about the program and she said, well, tell me about your most successful students. And I said, our most successful students are the ones that lean into the coaching, show up for the coaching calls, do the work, get the certification. You know, they're the ones that they're serious about it and they want to take it seriously. And in fact, to that extent, we pulled the refund policy. It's like, you're either in 
or you're not in, right? You're either going to go for it or you're not going to go for it. And we want people who are going to go for it. And knowing that there's a back door that you can ask for a refund after two weeks if it's not right for you doesn't feel right anymore for us because we have your story. We have Maria's story. We have so many stories of people who didn't give up, who didn't quit, who, who really went for it and did it that I feel really proud of, of what we've created. And I know the system works if you lean into the system. And I think yeah. that's such a great um, lesson for people to um, hear and know. So thank you for being you, for leaning into who you are and for being brave because you know now you've got a platform that you can build on for the rest of your life. And there's something really powerful about that. Yeah, no, well, Thank you. <laughs> I think you, I think you, Joy, are my inspiration. 100%. I love Tech Pixies. I tell everybody about Tech Pixies. Um, and honestly, you have really contributed to my journey. I don't think I'd be where I am if I hadn't have done Tech Pixies or been a part of the com community. So thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, tell, tell us about your favorite, because now you love social media. And this is a social media podcast as, as well as hopefully an inspirational podcast. And I know your story will inspire a lot of people. Tell us about your favorite networks and give us one or two top tips that we can leave our listeners with. Okay, I'm torn between Facebook and Instagram. They're definitely my top platforms. I love them both, but for different reasons. I love Instagram because it's very visual. You can do so much on there and... You know, if you want to prove something to a client on what you can do, it's like a portfolio. You can just send them to your Instagram and, you know, they can see everything. So I love the visual side of it. But again, I love Facebook groups um, and the connections that you can make within your, you know, the groups, because your network is key when growing a business and making all of those connections. So I think Oh, what would be my top tip? So going forward, choose the platform you love the most and dive into it. At the same time, still be present on the other ones if you can and you have time. But obviously, don't burn yourself out. <laughs> That's not good. I've been there. Don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, I think yeah. you're right. It's a combination of what network do I like working with? What media yeah. you know, do I like photos, links, video? I mean, everything's leaning towards video and sound now. But, you know, do I... Do I like those mediums? Do, do those mediums work with that network? But also where are my customers? And it's that combination of, like you said, even if you don't like the network, if you know your customers are there, you sort of have to maintain that network. Yes, um, yes. That's great. Now, if someone would like to find out more about you, connect with you, where can they do that? Um, on social media, Sitchin VA, or um, we have a website. So sitchinva.co.uk. Um, and I'm also growing another platform, which is just my name, Leanne Brown. So you can find me there as well. <laughs> awesome. Well, we've got uh, show notes, so we'll link all of that into the show notes. I want to thank you for being brave and coming on today, sharing your story. Uh, it's been wonderful to watch your journey and I just can't wait to hear the next chapter. So uh, keep doing what you're doing, keep being brave, and hopefully uh, this will uh, elevate your profile within the Instagram and Facebook world and help you to connect with even more people. Thank you, Joy. It's been great to be here. Thank you.